Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master of this thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Uh, Daniel, playing Chet Fleek. Hey, Hall, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and no matter how hot it gets, I'll always be playing Tarajux Heiko. Apparently it's very hot for Waffle right now. Um, so, as you, as you recall, uh, last week we did not post any new material because OBS ate the audio of everybody except me. So I have approximately two hours of audio <laughs> that sounds like a crazy person talking to himself. <laughs> It's should have anyway. Plat- that is a Patreon platinum right there. <laughs> I can't well, promise so what we'll do episode. So I know I normally do this at the end, but I'm going to do this at the beginning this time. Um, for Patreon gold members and up, <laughs> this month only we're actually having a contest where we are going to release the raw, unedited logs of just Joe talking, and you, the listener... You get to fill in what <laughs> happened in between him talking, and you get to decide. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure, but for the Alchemist Club. From I was going to say, you. it's like a coloring book, but audio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're pioneers, really. We, we've pioneered <laughs> the audible coloring book. Yeah, well, nobody has ever... Audible, though. True. Or uh, Odyssey, or Audacity, or any of those. Um, <laughs> no, not affiliated in any way. Yeah. Or anyone. Yet. Or anyone. Except you, listener. We are, as always, sponsored, born aloft, by you and you alone. You're why we do this. On we a, love you. a related note, we're going to do our letter from last week again. Because that got eaten by OBS as well. No! Yeah. Oh, that was such a good letter. Alright, well, I'm glad we're doing it again. Yeah. So, if... It seems a little bit stilted. It might be because we've already done this once before, but we'll do our best. Okay. Uh, Letter reads as follows. Patch is here. I am trying to power through these, so let's take a trip down memory lane, shall we? In episodes 48 and 49, the party fought old eyeballs. At the end of episode 49, they finished the fight and all was right in the world. DM Joe said to mail in if there was a complaint about breaking it up into two episodes. So here's the complaint. Hashtag immersion was lost. Just kidding. Uh, it was it was great stuff. I actually, especially like the part where Leyland spent the entirety of two episodes running in terror, but at least he didn't get impaled. <laughs> something, something, silver lining. I'm also pretty sure this is the fifth fight in a row where Terrajux has died. I voted he gets to roll initiative twice and take two turns just so he has a chance to be included in the second half of these fights. No. (laughs) (laughs) So when an elf gets impaled, um, it's a little correction here. It's not hashtag silver lining. It's actually um, hashtag sylvan lining. It's the stomach lining of a sylvan. (laughs) Thank you for writing in, Patches. You're great. Oh. God, Memory. the art <laughs> is, and it was terrible. As we were saying last time, it's when we finally realized we have a real problem about getting through doors. Yeah, just entering uh, a room. We're so bad at doors. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, we're or still really bad at doors. But I'd like re- to think recon, we're less stealth. bad. Yeah. Um, well, we haven't planning much stealth Deception. really. <laughs> yeah, kind of gave uh, up on all of those. The first step yeah. to fixing a problem is acknowledging that you have one and you've been doing that for 80 some episodes now so <laughs> yeah so we, we any day now it's gonna it. fix itself right <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely no yeah that one was that one was rough and speaking of rough patches uh uh aquila bless you for slogging through those early episodes because uh it is not easy and like half of them is just listening to a very quiet and somber Joe recapping uh, jokes unheard. So, yeah. like, you yeah. have the fortitude of a dwarf, a, a stalwart, powerful figure who cannot be put to sleep by tea. You'll get that one later. <laughs> no, he should already have that one. If oh, he's at well, yeah. actually, yeah. yeah. He, he's, after he's the got mountain it. home. <laughs> I yeah. always forget the order of events, because... It's like the mountain home always feels so recent to me, but it was actually pretty early on. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was. The wound is just fresh in my mind at all times. <laughs> I can't remember if that was the first time I conjured animals. It I think, uh, you know, I think Tuliferous was. Like, yeah. I think it was before Arclay, but it was very recently yes. before Arclay. Okay. You hmm. did some wild shaping in the mountain home. I don't think you summoned anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I legitimately expected people like to just go straight to our recap episode, and then uh, new people just sort of pick up there rather than going through all of it. So very much <laughs> kudos to Patches. I uh, I hope you very much enjoy the recap episode <laughs> uh, <laughs> someday when you get eventually. There. Uh, hey, and please Patches. send when us. You hear uh, this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, send us uh, another letter, email, whatever, when you actually hear this one, because that gives us a time span for how long it's actually taken you, and we need to commend <laughs> you for whatever time investment you've put into this. Uh, minus, what, two weeks? One week? Yeah, thereabouts. Uh, minus one week, yeah, true. Yeah, we we got to this last week, but, oh. yeah. All right. Keep it real, Patches. So, that's our, that's our mail for, for the week last week um who wants to give a recap of what happened in the lost episodes all right so there we were lightning crashing through the sky three dragons circling above teliferous anablexum on one of them evil fall rock on the other i turn to mecha fall rock tears in my eyes and i say buddy i don't know if we're gonna get out of this one and he turns to me and says here is a human construct No. You had to be there, listener. <laughs> no, 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 no. None of that happened. I uh, so that was in the dream. That was in the dream Desmond was having that. Yeah. He was passed out for the two episodes. So yeah. uh, as you may we were... recall, we were accosted upon our arrival back into the material plane by a strange uh alternate universe uh, a tarajux that could have been um anablexum a balloonist for the eldraxian <laughs> balloon core um balloon core sounds like a type of clown music i'm just gonna it say does. It. i mean it's it such really an substantial that like balloon what's the what's at the core of a balloon nothing air nothing you know hot that's what air. you are you're in some fucking substantial yeah full of hot air drifts I around mean... at the whims of the wind that doesn't sound too bad for Tarjax, though, does I fucking hate balloons, I tell you what. Okay, all right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, she left bombs behind on Teliferous. Uh, we rushed around to disarm them all. Uh, we didn't disarm them all. Uh, a couple of them went off. A couple of them singed Ched. Uh, one of them was full of glitter. Uh, and in the midst of all of this, uh, Desmond was tried... Yeah, one of the bombs... There was some Crab Rangoon. A Crab Rangoon, yeah. A yeah. single Crab Rangoon. There were some mind um, games from her. Yeah, she really imagine messed up that, the kitchen. It was really imagine. Chad looks, what? Chad looks kind of chromatic now because the glitter hit him first and then he was scorched. And then it was so baked right. in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, I, package off the I look like a I look like a green star Deb to Cochran. It's my dream come true. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. he's wanted to become Mecha Ched for like a hundred episodes. <laughs> Ever since we were visited by a time traveling mecha fall rock. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I uh... uh, also since we were playing uh, without K Hall uh, last week, Desmond had sat down in the captain's chair and just gone totally unconscious. Uh, he was alive. He was breathing. He was otherwise okay, but totally out of it. So I. Uh, the second episode, after we took care of all the bombs, uh, was to figure out, one, what to do with Desmond, and two, what to do in general. So, uh, uh, we also, also what to do with Desmond. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We also uh, saved the bee, or healed the bees. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. We woke the bees back up, because yeah. all of the bees had been uh, sleepified with smoke. Yeah. Luckily, nothing had been stolen or taken that we could find like the gauntlets were still there yeah um, the forge was still locked up so it yeah. hasn't opened back up yet that's i mean as far as we can tell from like the searches we did 
And for a point of reference, the bombs that she left in essential areas were glitter bombs or crab rangoon. Uh, and on like the weapon systems or the shield systems, that sort of thing, she left actual bombs. Um, so it was a great, uh, great game of uh, chicken as to whether or not we were like, okay, we need to get this right now, or uh, ah, it's probably okay, it's probably all right. So yeah, it was something else, that's for sure. Ultimately, uh, what we decided on was we were first going to return to the Dragonglass Desert because um, with Desmond comatose, potentially forever, and also we were just you kind of still weirded out by all the Aquila stuff, we yeah. were going to go take him back to his ex-wife and be like, hey, something's wrong with Desmond, we need your help. And what? on the way, we figured we might as well swing by a couple of the nomadic Dragonborn tribes and be like, hey, do you want a life of adventuring in Swashbuckle? No, 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 where did we get the dongles? No, well, no, you're right. Yeah, we were going no, 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 to. You're absolutely right. We were talking about trying to find exiles because we realized yeah. we need people other than Basil and Ivy. I got uh, that mixed to watch up, the yes. ship for us. We're gonna get Clan Donkill to fly this thing. Yeah, in the midst of everyone going, well, we could get the Dragonborn. Well, what if they're true churchers? The Dragonborn aren't true churchers. They're just a bunch of exiles. I had a light bulb moment of, oh. Yes. The Donkills are exiled. Thank Half of you. them are I exiled forgot. in somewhere else. So we are stopping in the Dragonglass Desert to try and figure out where they went. Um, and Hell yeah. That in course also... that way is pretty much where we left it. Was yep. it briefly uh, discussed visiting Beatrix, right? Right, right, right. Yep. We're Dragonglass Desert to then go to Beatrix and then the Donkills afterwards. We did also check in with the Iconoclasts and be like, yo, what's up? What's hanging? Um, it sounded like the True Church had gotten a little wary of their activities and become a little more secretive. But aside from that, there was like no major developments. Joe, am I correct on that? Mm -hmm. Pretty quiet. Yep. Apologies. For now. Yeah. I'll, and... I'll try to make them do more interesting things in the future. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, it's cool. I kind of like it's this. Fine. I like this non-interventionist true church. <laughs> um, I think it's a good look for them. The very last thing that happened before the end of the episode is that Falrock took the hair, took the hair oh, tonic. Oh, right. right. Yes. Falrock got his beard back. There were so uh, many big, th good things in those episodes. It's very, it's very it's sad like to have they, to recap. It's but. like they missed the pilot episode of season two, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it's that big, um, but you know. Well, well, it wasn't like a season finale, but it was like the next season where things kind of like change a little bit. But you're like, oh, where's this going? Right. Uh, I guess this is sort of good because now I have uh, a visual for Falrock's new beard. Now that it's officially been braided and everything, I was getting that ready for this week, and I still have it. So well. About sure. that. Oh no. Uh -oh. Um as it turns out, none of those things happened. No. Oh. You guys woke up. It was yeah. just a dream. It was. Uh. It was just a dream or a hallucination, a particularly vivid hallucination. Because and I, uh. you wake up. Hang on. Yes, I'm hanging on. No, no, I'm, I'm, I want to see when we're waking up. That's what I'm, I'm not saying. a green star adept. You're not a green star No, that was <laughs> no. never true, Jed. That was never a no! thing. Yes, it was. He totally believed it. He believed what? it. <laughs> He's like, oh, those are meteor metal flakes. <laughs> you come to semi-consciousness. <laughs> very heavy. Your, your tongue doesn't seem to want to move in your mouth your eyes barely open and you see fuzzily through a pane of glass uh, a, a middle-aged human man who is wearing a long white coat standing next to an elegant woman with um, sort of wavy red hair and oh. piercing blue eyes who has a, a little circlet on her head and uh, oh. the the man is gesturing towards towards you, and none of you are in the same tube. You can uh, faintly make out that your compatriots are sort of in separate glass cylinders adjacent to you. Hey, um, the 
the man is waving at, uh, let's say, Terrajux just for fun and <laughs> um, explaining uh, to. Uh, did to we miss a bomb? Uh. The woman next to him saying, Listen, Your Majesty, the stabilized far realm principles permeating their physical form. Think of the applications we could manage so much with. Uh, the potential of their blood, and then the room uh -oh. goes shifty, and you black out, and you awaken again, this time a little more stable, a little more in control of yourself, and you see the same uh, middle-aged man standing at what looks like a control console, and he is fiddling with some knobs and dials on it. I guess we have no idea when we black what what was actually real like when well, the black... last thing i remember was we were having victory pancakes to celebrate the uh you know the saving teliferous and we were setting off on a a brave new journey uh i look around can i see the other pods I, <laughs> at this point i'm used to waking up in evil laboratories okay <laughs> um i check i check for my companions i check for the exits yep uh all five of you are there. Um, this would have been a, a okay. hell of a time for me to be like, all six of you are there. <laughs> <laughs> all five of you are there. Um, there are a couple of... So you're all in these, like, floor-to-ceiling glass tubes. Okay. Yeah. Is there fluid inside? Are we floating? or is this... No. Uh, it is regular atmosphere. It, well, it's hard to tell. Terrajux, make um. Make Just roll a d20 for me. Add your yeah. spellcasting modifier. Oh, that's fun. Um, okay, that is a good start. Um, 23. You are, you're in not quite standard atmosphere. Um, hmm. it, the, the oxygen hmm. content a little bit higher, nitrogen a little bit lower, a couple of trace traces of things you don't recognize. And as the man of the control console continues fiddling with knobs you can sense these ratios changing ah oh, he's stressing us out trying to give us mutant powers <laughs> um, um i will also note that all of you feel very very tired and when i say very very tired i can give you an exact quantitative value for that you have four levels of exhaustion jesus christ oh, Holy crap. okay so just a hangover <laughs> Dustin's like, this is my daily life. It he wakes up and he feels this way every energy. day. Uh -huh. Hit point maximum halved. Uh -huh. Yikes. But we can move. That's a plus. Yes. Okay. Um. I. Uh, so I have a unique property in that I can sense anti-magic fields by um, touching my uh, thumb and forefinger together on my left arm. And if it doesn't work, my arm isn't there. Um, <laughs> am I currently subjected to anti-magic effects? Is my arm present? Your arm is present and attached, yes. Okay. Nifty. Um, and... Well, I'm going to bide my time for the moment, but... Okay. Um, a storm's coming. What is everybody else doing? Pat myself down and see what, what I have on me. You are yeah. dressed in like homespun sackcloth pants and a shirt. You're wearing ah uh, the classic. Yeah, they were. I mean, they're pretty. They're relatively nice clothes considering where you are and what's happening. But it's definitely not your stuff, and it's definitely like you're being subjected to experiments pull out my prison pocket flask and take a swig uh-huh it's gone they've got that too even oh no oh. <laughs> we're dealing with an evil genius yeah. <laughs> um and as you as you start to move around etc the man at the the console looks up and he says ah oh, my ducklings got awake most Excuse excellent you. have i been shaved again no Okay. But you, but you didn't have, but that didn't happen. Well, I, I had grown like a, a human equivalent beard. I, I looked a bit like Riker from Star Trek: The Next Generation, but dwarven. Gotcha. <laughs> so it wasn't a dwarven beard, but it was a beard. It was a good one. Mm -hmm. 
Sorry. And he leaves the control panel and just sort of walks over and peers at you through the glass, making sort of vaguely delighted noises. Good to Where are we? I'll take my flask back now, thanks. I am afraid you are going to be quite without alcohol for some time, my friend. <laughs> just go to my knees and start <laughs> sobbing. No. Could we... you? <laughs> Already broken Desmond. <laughs> we need to you just hear me wait. <laughs> you wipe your hands and it comes away dry. Yeah. Oh no. We need to keep your system as pure as possible so we can test all the various combinations of additives that uh, may impact your abilities. Well, I hate to tell you, but Aquila and I had a deal that as long as I stayed inebriated, I had extra superpowers. So we're gonna have to you're gonna have to test that. Is that so? Well Yeah. That is most unfortunate as I do not wish you to have extra superpowers. I wish you to be relatively powerless, shall we say. Oh did you I say are... powerful? <laughs> I meant the other one. Yeah. Uh, this this ploy does not work on him. <laughs> Dang it! Who who are you and where, where are we? I am Doctor Alan Vilvisi. I am the head of Aldraxon Military Research, and you are. Oh, of course, the Aldraxons are German. Like, <laughs> what's um, that supposed to mean? Would I recognize that name? Like Nazi, like tight. What's that supposed <laughs> to mean? Make a history check. Okay. Just like, would he would he be on like my list of I actually like, crit on my history check? Juxian so. kill on sight, you know. Um, I unfortunately only got a sixteen. Well, that's okay because neither of you have heard of this person. All right. Hmm. This is the department that doesn't exist, as far as yeah. anyone knows. How much room? Do we have in these tubes? How wide are they? They are, let's say, about seven feet across. Oh, you got space, room enough huh. to stretch your wings, as it were. Uh huh. I think. How? What is Ched's wingspan? How Ooh, have we not I asked don't... this question before? It's. I mean, it's bigger than my arm span, but I'm like, uh, fucking five foot, maybe four eleven or something like that. Era Cochran wingspans. <laughs> this is important, okay? Uh, wingspan. Okay, I take that back. Apparently, Era Cochran have a wingspan of twenty feet. Jesus, I'm sorry. What? Twenty feet, tip to tip. I'm five feet tall, and the average specimen stood about five feet tall and had a wingspan of twenty feet. I mean, if you think about like <sighs> like the ratio for an actual bird. Right, they're yeah. they're more wing than they are bird. Like yeah, <laughs> still wow. Yeah, no, that's okay. a lot. They're just two wings with some stuff in between. Yeah, you know, right. More wing God, than bird. Would that we could all be two wings with some stuff in between. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, skip the stuff. Yeah, just be wings. So are these uh, are these hermetically sealed? Like what? They appear do, to do run we... floor to ceiling. There are. A couple of very small pipes at the very top of the tube, which is 15 feet up. Okay. Beyond that, it seems to be, yes, hermetically sealed. Okay. Which I guess it wouldn't be hermetically sealed if there are tubes at the top, but you know what I mean. But, yes, yeah. It is otherwise sealed all around. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So does he does he have any interest in monologuing anymore? I like tap on the glass a little bit, try and like reverse. Like I'm like he's a, like he's the animal in the zoo, and I'm like trying to get him. Oh <laughs> yeah, mind games. Take <laughs> <laughs> um, him out. After uh, sort of observing how all of you appear to look and feel, he goes back to his control panel and starts fiddling with knobs again. No. <laughs> Don't um, knock us out. Don't hit the knockout so, gas. So these, uh, the wind here, um, the tubes at the top are the only, like, ports for gas exchange in this tube, right? Correct, yes. Um, 
And is there currently airflow coming out of one, or are they inert at the moment? There is currently airflow coming out of one, yes. Okay. I am going to listen at the wind. Um, less like trying to glean information on this one as I am trying to like feel out the like the infrastructure we've got going on here. Like uh, if if the wind can carry any sort of information about like what the tubes are attached to or how far they've traveled or anything like that. I want to close my eyes and center myself and not think about the tiny crushing transparent coffin around me and uh uh-huh. and and listen. Okay. Do the thing. They're they're dealing like oh, they are dealing with someone here. And I and, uh, I'm going to impose disadvantage because this is like Terrajuk's anxiety attack 101. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is this is hell right here. Like, you already um, have like exhaustion. disadvantage on yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is a 14 on my concentration. Okay. <clears throat> I forgot you already have, to, yeah, exhaustion. Um, so you, you try to settle down, you focus, um, and once you get past the fact that your heart is running at like <laughs> 200 BPM, um, you extend your senses out and you can, you can follow the pipe back through several twists and turns to a large chamber that um, it's con it sort of splits up into several larger spaces and that's where it ends okay interesting um, while he is fiddling with the knobs and such I am going to experimentally try a little bit of magic um, a little prestidigitation behind my back to see if uh, if I can do any kind of little like sparks or Alarm. shenanigans. Alarm. <clears throat> okay, um, you reach for the magic, and it's it's like you're trying to wake up out of a very deep sleep, and you eventually manage to produce a couple of sort of half-hearted sparks out of your fingertips but it it takes a lot to get there oh this is good I, I gotta bide my time and wait for the opening here i'm only gonna oh. get one shot what's this guy's name again his name is aaron willwithy willworthy willwithy <clears throat> willwithy okay here i'll i'll post we have nothing on our persons, right? Nope. Correct. Look, my prison pocket flask, dude. Nothing. Yeah, it's gone. It's a doctor. Unless they took Falrock's fists, he still has those. <laughs> well, <laughs> exhaustion takes care of the fists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, just... I'm actually just going to sort of set myself up in the middle and just try to to meditate, go back to the monk training, <laughs> and just try and ignore everything outside of me. So. Okay. Go ahead and make a concentration check for me, just for funsies. Uh, that's a 14. Okay. <clears throat> you feel, as you are, as you're meditating, you feel polluted is probably the word I want here. Something something is not right in your body. Okay. Um, that's really weird. Because mm -hmm. I'm immune to disease and poison. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. Yikes. Uh, okay, well, I, again, I'm just going to keep trying to to focus inward if I can, like locate that source of pollution or something i want to burn it but i'm otherwise like there's no obvious exits there's nothing i can really do so i'm not gonna exhaust myself further yes um which way is angloria faywind from me right now <laughs> angloria faywind is due east of you Siddle, yeah okay nope other way She's not in Sildal anymore. She is in the general bearing of the Iconoclast headquarters. 
Okay. Was she in such a place the last time I remember being conscious, or she was in Silva the last place you remember being conscious, which may or may not have been a hallucination. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yep, so somewhere what, uh, between us getting out of the fan realm, because you presumably you checked that when you were checking in with the iconoclast. Well, the yeah. thing is about the the devil's gift is I'm never really like checking it. It's always there. Like I can't not. It's always bearing down on my tortured psyche. That's true. Yes. <laughs> so what about Doctor Willworthy? What is he doing now? Uh, he has finished making adjustments to the uh, the little dials and such, and he has now gone over to a workbench uh, on the other side of the room, and there are five vials there um, containing, to all appearances, blood. Gee. Oh, sweet, extra snacks. <laughs> Juice packs. <laughs> yeah, Capri Sun, great. Thanks for the level up, nerd. Um, and he is... Um, he's poured a little bit of each out into a separate tube and is adding small volumes of other fluids to it and taking notes. I, is there anything else on the work the of my tube? There's nothing stopping you from doing this. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Okay. Who's next to me? Which... Like, who's on my left and who's on my right? Uh, you have Falrock on your left and Terrajax on your right. Ooh, Terrajax is gonna get the P P stream. Okay. Yeah, stick it to him, Desmond. <laughs> um, as as you urinate, uh, the the P immediately sort of evaporates up off the floor and vanishes. <sighs> All right, that was my. <laughs> that well was my, played. That was my best shot. <laughs> That's all we got. <laughs> Um, so I'm like, is, is he at a workbench facing us? Um, not really. So, okay. There, you're in a circular room. There are eight tubes arrayed around one half of the circle. And the center is the control panel. And then there's a door opposite the tubes. And on either side of that door are workbenches. Do... Is there anyone else in the other tubes? No, they are empty. Okay. Am I getting the impression that I'm getting sleepier Not after especially. his adjustments? Okay. Um, I'm going to reach for my wild shape magic uh -huh. and see if I can't become something very, very small mm -hmm. um, that can fly, like a fly. Okay. You reach for your wild shape, and it's it's still there. Um, it again takes a great deal of effort to to achieve it but his back is turned and after everybody else this normally when Ched wild shapes it's a very fluid um, quick thing this takes maybe 15 full seconds I'm picturing yeah. him like trying to learn how to drive mm. stick shift but with um, <laughs> wild shape okay take that Take that metaphor and then apply the CGI from the like 1990s Animorphs, Animorphs uh, live oh, action show Lord. and paste that Hi. over top. Oh god! But Chad does turn into a fly. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> okay, but, good. It, but it, didn't, what it wasn't like a it wasn't like a Jeff Goldblum the fly situation. All right. Well, he hasn't um, turned back yet, so we'll see. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna fly up to the top of the tube and try and fly out the pipes and see where they lead me. Okay. Um, there are there are five small tubes up here. Which one are you going to fly through? The center. Okay. You fly up through the central tube and uh, through a series of bends. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. hang on. Before, actually... Before I make that decision, mm -hmm. um, do I feel like any of these are in are intaking air? What do my what do my special fly senses? Because they, they can they can feel changes in air pretty pretty well, right? Yeah. So, are, are any of these tubes sucking air or pipes sucking air out of the tube? No, there's one that is 
blowing Damn. air into the tubes, but none that are removing it. Okay, so maybe I should go into the one that's blowing air in. I'm going to try that one. Okay, you fly up, and it's it's a struggle to get through this uh, sort of output, because even as a fly, you have four levels of exhaustion. You're a very tired, <laughs> sleepy fly. Um, and the it's pretty pretty pressurized so you're making progress but you're not going to get very far before you like wear yourself out entirely okay so i guess i'll turn back and try one of the other tubes so that doesn't happen okay uh you fly up through the tubes and after a few twists and turns you come up against a metal grate that is smaller than you are or the no yeah you're not going to be able to fly through there Okay. Are all the tubes connected, or pipes connected to this? No. Like, do I see the others? Okay. I'm going to try a different pipe then. Okay. You fly up another pipe, and um, after a couple of minutes, you arrive in a much wider space. I don't think flies have dark vision, so... um, it's bigger than you can sense the edges of at this moment. And there's no light source whatsoever? Nope. Okay. Then I'm going to fly down? Can I perceive down without a light source? Do so flies just tuck your wings in. Like... I assume they have some sort of tremor sense because hairs, but... Okay. Uh, so you fly uh, down, yeah. and after a couple of seconds, you sense water beneath you. Actually, that's a good question. Does Ched retain his uh hatchling blood properties when wild shaped he doesn't retain them right now at this very moment okay i'm about to say that it sounds like they're zapping out of us water okay so i'm just gonna fly in like a five foot circle and see if i hit anything nope just do one big loop to loop okay yeah there's always water beneath you but um you don't you don't, like, find anything of note other than that. I've, okay, I'm going to look around for something to land on other than water. There is nothing other than water in this, in this oh, place. Oh, God. Okay. Um, make an intelligence check for me. Okay. It is a nine. With a nine, you guess that you're probably in some sort of water tank. But there's got to be some way out, right? Like, how do they get the water in? I guess some kind of pipe at the bottom? Magic. Okay. Oh shit. Yeah. That's that too. Um, okay, I'm gonna try a different pipe. I might come back. Okay. You uh you fly back out, you have been into three of the four pipes now. Yes. Um I thought there were five. Three of the five pipes, you're absolutely correct. The other two have a similar grate over top of them. Shit. Um, okay, I'm going back to the water tank then. Okay. Once I, every, I once got the impression up to, yeah, go, well, go ahead and then we'll. Yeah, I got the impression I wasn't going to make it through the one that was feeding air into the tube, yeah, right? no. Okay. So everybody else, after watching Ched's hideous transformation, um, you see him fly away. And then a couple of minutes later, the fly comes back and then leaves again. Are you are you up to anything while Ted is <laughs> yeah. doing his investigations? Um so I um on one of our recent level ups uh took the message cantrip. Um and I haven't gotten a chance to use it because we're always just in the cluster and it doesn't really matter if people can overhear us because <laughs> we're not usually in this exact situation, but um what happens here is uh I I I, little, I put a little whisper onto the wind, and somehow this particular gust finds its way up through the maze of pipes and conduits and uh, poorly fitted gaskets to uh, a person of my choosing with 120 feet. Um, wow. In this particular case, what I'm doing is I'm just uh, I'm checking in with everyone, seeing what everyone's physical status is, confirming that yep we're all we're all pretty wiped, um, and then. I'm checking in, seeing, like, can other people use magic, you know, um, does anybody have, uh, 
Anybody have any plans here? This is looking pretty dire. Uh, and also, um, if I have any insights about the layout of the piping system, I relay them to Ched with message. Okay, so you're able to tell Ched about the, the yeah. air pipe leads to several slightly larger spaces. And um, message does let them reply. Sure. So um, I can I can facilitate group communication here, but it all has to go through the Heiko relay. <laughs> the worst game of telephone. I'm borrowing, yes. borrowing that from my uh, space adventure that I'm going to do someday. <laughs> uh, I want to do like a perception check of the room just to see if there's anything I notice, anything that can somehow be useful to me, you know, or to us in doing anything of value. Okay. Go ahead and make your perception check. So disadvantage? Yes. Uh, 19. Damn. That's pretty I, well, I still get a, I still get a plus eight, right? Yeah. Like, I still that's, get my yeah, that's fair. You do. Yeah. Um, I rolled an 11 and a 13, so. Yes. Nice. So with a 19, you, you peer about the room, you see that the two workbenches are very clearly set up for um, just like science things. It's like the chemistry set from The Great Mouse Detective sort of, sort of deal there. Um, close examination of the outside of the tubes adjacent to yours shows that they... Um, they have some sort of mechanism at the top, and you would guess that to get things in and out, they probably lift up into the ceiling rather mm -hmm. than there being like a hatch or a door or something like that. So the whole tube slides up. Ah. Okay, I'm relaying this to Airjax and the, the messaging. Yeah, I, I disseminate this information. Um, <clears throat> Dr. Uh... Dr. Willwithy is still engrossed in his uh, his little analyses over at the workbench. So if I just push up on... Can I reach the top of the tube, or is it like... It's 15 tall? feet up. Oh, never mind. Is there any sort of grip down at the bottom? It appears to slot into the floor a little bit as well. You'd have to like plant your palms on the surface and like lift with friction alone, right? Against what's probably a locking mechanism, some sort yeah. of gasket, mm. probably. Yeah. yeah. Um. God. Well, I mean, there is always you could always go loud, but boy, I am just wiped. Mm -hmm. I say to Terjax, like, what about the old? played one of us play dead thing it has to be well okay we're gonna do get help yeah yeah <laughs> um so i i have a i have a potential avenue for that um i would like to concentrate on making my arm fall off <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> I, I want to just like because it's it's held on with like storm essence at this point uh -huh. um, more I than mean, it is I ligament. was going to say fall rock play dead because then if his thing's open he has the best chance of overpowering someone <laughs> without weapons or anything but... yeah that's a fair point but <laughs> I, I feel like mine is the most convincing possible medical emergency it is <laughs> uh... so yeah I am um, well, I control the storm. Um, I I don't quite know what this crescent wound in my body is, but it is still my body because to Toadie told me such. Um, so I'm going to just try to imagine what it would be like if that um, stormy attachment just sort of receded for a moment. Um Gosh, let me think if I want how I want to play this. <laughs> <coughs> this isn't what I expected happening, but that's fine. Well, um, not like we expected any of this, so <laughs> yes. I'm going to say that that is not going to work. 
Okay. Uh, much in the same way that, like, it's kind of like you have enough power in your jaw to bite one of your fingers off. Yeah. Head. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't ever actually do that consciously. <laughs> right. or it's like being able to consciously stop your heart. You can't consciously detach a something yeah. that you're no, that Yeah, that you've been... That makes sense. <laughs> Dang it. It was a good thought. <laughs> I'm going to practice that. <laughs> about your stomach? I will what? I will let you know that your the like storm crescent scar is the color is very sickly and the clouds are very um, normally they kind of roll and roil a bit. They're very sluggish and oh. It's Wispy. kind of receded a bit, so it's it's almost a little bit skeletal. Receding cloud line. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Which is a hundred times mm. worse for Terrajex than a receding hairline. Yeah, I uh, I would like my blood back, actually. <laughs> I, I would like that, to not put, be this. Yeah, put that blood back where it came from, or so help me. Is this is this an out loud thing that Terrajex is just like musing? <laughs> not not yet. I'm I'm trying to get a read on this guy, and I'm trying to like what I'm trying to do, and because um, uh, he hasn't shown any kind of like quirks or mannerisms, he's just sort of like a science dude. Uh huh. Um, actually, you know what? <laughs> I um. I plant both hands against the tube and I kind of like press my cheek up against it. And I go, "Hey, hey, you're a doctor, right?" Yes. Uh, could you come look at this? I've been oh, meaning no. to, I've been meaning to get a doctor to look at something for a while, and you know, like I figure, might as well be now rather than later. Um, I've had a couple people tell me I should get it looked at, and you seem qualified. Oh, my friend, for an Aldraxton. I'm, I'm not that kind of doctor. But, but you're a doctor. Just come over here and look at it. You fundamentally misunderstand the difference between a medical degree and a doctorate of philosophy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> God what? damn it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I would like to goad him into doing this by being like, oh, uh, I get it. It's, it's above your... It's you're above not your a real doctor. You're not... You're not smart enough to be not able a to diagnose degree. this. Okay, gotcha. um, <laughs> can I do that with persuasion or... Um... It gives you the qualifications to study us. I, I shrug and I'm like, oh, well, you know, yeah, if if you're not, you know, good enough for it. I mean, I'll. they told me I wouldn't be able to find a specialist for this in Aldrax, but I mean, we already knew and that, they didn't we? And they trust that, you know, a bunch of us hatchling-infused people with this guy? Go ahead and make your, um, make your persuasion check and you know what i'll let you do it without disadvantage because leyland's over there like yeah Leland's heckling yeah. him yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what an idiot hell yeah this is, the, this is the best guidance i can give yeah 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 um so that is going to be a 20 persuasion oh what <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh uh, so 24 in persuasion to make this guy, to remind him of, you know, no doubt, uh, at some point in his life, his father probably criticized his degree that he was getting. And uh, why are you not being a medical doctor? You could make so much money. And he's like, no, dad, this is what I want to do. And I'm, I want to be that father figure disapproving of him. I want him to know that he's not good enough. Okay. Um... <laughs> He, there, you see a faint <laughs> stiffening of the shoulders. Um, and he turns around. He's, his expression hasn't really changed. And he's like, you know, the, there is equal value in, in both types of degree. And one of the things that you learn when you are studying the sciences is that it is absolutely necessary to understand that you are never going to be an expert in anything. But if you insist... He goes over to the control panel and flips a few switches, and a faint um, lavender okay. gas begins pouring in through the vent at the top. Okay. That's not, um, that's not working. So, not working. 
So I have complete control over the direction of wind in a 100-foot radius. You don't right now, as a matter of fact. Fuck! Um, okay. I am going to use my um, deep breathing exercises that we did back in pilot school to ward off hypoxia. Okay. Um, and uh, what I want to do is I want to, like deep breaths you do that little like hyperventilation then you take one really big inhale and then like once the gas comes down i want to like uh like panicked around like banging on the glass a little bit and then i want to fake um succumbing to this lavender haze okay. while holding my breath i will need you to make first a con performance a constitution check and then a performance oh, yes. check if you succeed on that <laughs> dirt it all right, um, and you have disadvantage on these. Yeah, I'm. Did, I'm actually did, did rolling. Did he not really have disadvantage if I'm like, oh god, no, Tara jumps. <laughs> uh, you you can ham <laughs> it up. Yes, your one weakness. <laughs> if you you can ham it up all you want, but that's not going to prevent Tara from being knocked out by knockout gas. Oh, true. Uh, that is an 18 on my Constitution check. Wow. Okay. Oh. I'm. I roll a 13 and a 17. How about that? I know. <laughs> All right, do your performance. Okay. I didn't realize you had such high constitution. Uh, I'm actually proficient in... Oh, is it a constitution check or a save? It's a save. Because I'm proficient in saves. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and then... Uh, damn, the performance is only going to be a 13, though. Let's see. I, I did roll an 8. Okay. He, uh, he smiles and says, Oh, don't worry. I... This this gas will not suffocate you. You've been subjected to it many times before, my friend. We'll just <sighs> wait until uh, you're done holding your breath and you have fallen into a nice deep sleep, and then we'll take a look at that arm of yours. Darn it. <laughs> He's bested me. Um... To be fair, it, you know, not to stoke Terjax's ego or anything, but you are, this is probably one of the worst states you've been in. Yeah, no, this is a, this is a grim, uh, this is a grim situation. Okay, yeah. what you gotta do is you gotta, you gotta urinate on a piece of cloth and put it by your face. <laughs> ah, yes. The old, the uh, classic. Urea filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, God, I'm, Has I'm like, sweeping... sending to anyone? Like. Sweeping my spell list here, and I'm just. Not kitted out for utility right now. <laughs> and I think sending has a material component. Um, yeah, I, I'd probably black out then. Or fall peacefully asleep. Okay. So Terrajux eventually does breathe enough of the knockout gas to, to be knocked but I, out. But I stall as long as I can. Yeah. And the Dr. Wilworthy is he's very patient. He waits. Yeah. Um... And he flips uh, a couple of levers at the base of the cylinder, and it raises up. And there's about six inches of glass underneath that kind of slots into the floor ah. um, before it before it unveils the unconscious oh. Terrajux. And um, you notice that as he kind of moves forward, the, the purple gas does escape. But he has um, a little strip that goes over his nose and mouth before he kind of steps forward. Uh -huh. And he starts poking at Terrajux, lifting, lifting the left arm. Uh, he kind of like scoops a test tube through the cloud, which doesn't really work super well. <laughs> yeah. And you okay? So, so we did learn how to open the tubes from this. So uh -huh. it's not not a complete wash. Sure. <laughs> um, and it, after a few minutes, he like tucks Terrajux back into the tube, muttering about how it's this is a waste of time. This is some <laughs> sort of area. yeah, not his area of expertise. Some sort of advanced commingling of different types of strong magical signatures 
um, specialists will be needed, etc. And he he like flops Terajux back into the the circle and puts the cylinder back down. Falrock, okay. what are you up to? Are you still doing your meditation thing? Yeah, I'm. Uh, if I'm just feeling the if after a few minutes I don't feel anything specific, I'm gonna try and go deeper if that makes sense. Because uh-huh. Falrock's always sort of suppressed the fiery side i guess Uh um the volcano at the center of his soul and he's gonna go look at it okay and see if it still works (laughs) (laughs) is this thing on uh yeah why don't you do a let's make it another concentration check you can use wisdom if you want uh, constitution would be better for me because that's the regular concentration part, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be a 14 again. Okay. You get way down in there and um, you are you are super hyper-focused and there is a faint feeling of familiarity to this sort of pollution that is inhabiting occupying um, your bloodstream and after a moment's after sitting with it for a couple of minutes ignoring Tarajex's theatrics and Leyland goading (laughs) etc you get the impression that it has it has sort of the same feel to it as adamantine does Mm. oh interesting Mm -hmm. very interesting how would you what yeah how would you aerosolize adamantine what could that even be yeah Yeah. it's wild huh okay um do i have any cool dreams (laughs) You dream of Suiruri, the skyfish. Oh. Of course, always. I've... But like, is it like a prophetic dream? Is the gigantic skyfish fated to kill me doing anything? You know, um, there is implying a... anything with her vast bulk. It's not exactly, not exactly. Uh, you do notice that she has some new scale patterns. Oh. Um, some of Lovely. them are are in the shape of familiar figures or of one particular figure. I would like to swim closer. Okay. Uh, you recognize this figure. It's been showing up in the corner of your eye for some time now. Oh, no. Not here! Not in this place! Uh-huh. Who is Excuse it? Excuse me? I don't like this dream anymore. I would like to leave. Who is it? <laughs> Terajux is unconscious. You can't ask him. Ah! You don't know any of these things. Oh, I, well. I I twitch about in my sleep. <laughs> I uh I revert to being a seven year old and I'm just kind of like pacing in front of the thing and I go, "Well, my deity shows up. You're going to get an eternal spanking because Quill is not going to let you do this to me." <laughs> <laughs> and as you say that, um, the lights shut off. Oh my god. <laughs> emergency emergency lights flicker on in that sort of unsettling red. And a klaxon starts blaring from down the hall. And <laughs> Will Withy straightens up and he says, Oh, for heaven's sake. And uh, leaves the room. Well, I got my arms crossed. <laughs> Rubbernecking in the leaves. Yeah. Yeah. And... Oh. I think that's that's where we're going to stop this episode. Uh, so, I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master, uh, for this thrilling, quite literal, bottle episode. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on any basically any podcasting app of your choosing now, apparently. That's a thing that happened. Um we're workshopping a new outro and uh matt tell us about our socials uh alchemist underscore club on twitter and the alchemist club on tiktok 
and our uh, intrepid adventurers today who have been stuck in the glass jar uh, <laughs> for an hour are uh, Daniel playing Chet Fleet. Ale playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Falrock. I'm Matt and I play Leyland. Waffle playing Tarajax. Thanks for joining us. Like, I want the old episodes back. <laughs> I like those better. <laughs> <laughs>